Hi, welcome to episode 492 of the Fantastic Forecast. I'm Dave Elliott, and I weigh 150 pounds. And oddly enough, that's also my net worth when converted to UK currency. Today it's Fantastic Four, Volume 3, Number 63, a.k.a. Fantastic Four, 492, from January 2003. The title is a bunch of mathematical symbols. I am not looking them all up. Part 2 by Mark Wade and Mike Weraringo. Our story picks up where we left off last issue, with Sue being attacked by that green computer blobby creature guy. He's already blo- knocked a bunch of bricks off of Ben's body, leaving these patches of pink, lumpy skin underneath. Pretty gross. And now the green man wants Reed Richards. Sue asks who he is, and why does he want Reed? The green man replies, I am the modulus, which defines Reed Richards. The result of his ideas, the sum of his thoughts, and his reflections, I alone am worthy of his love. All that which is not must be subtracted. So basically, the green man is like Reed's jealous ex-boyfriend, kind of like Ben, and the green man wants to get rid of anyone else in Reed's life. Actually, I'm not a big fan of stories where abstract ideas come to life. If Sue is getting attacked by the personification of Reed's curiosity and knowledge, maybe she can be saved by the personification of Reed's love for her. We hope it doesn't come to that. Ben gets back up and takes a big swing at the green man, whose gooey body flies off in a zillion directions. Sue tells Ben to take it easy. She's holding him together with a force field, I guess keeping all the other rocks from flying off of Ben's body. Without his rocks, I wonder what Ben would look like. Probably like a shaved cat, which would be kind of cool. Ben asks, I was thinking, how do we fight this thing? Just then, the green computer man zaps himself over and into one of the FS communicators. Sue checks her communicator, but it's not working. Ben says they'd better get home and get some help. Back with Johnny Storm, the new chief financial officer of Fantastic Four, Inc., a job that Sue forced him to take, he's gone to a pool party on top of a building with the other FF Inc. executives. An odd group of executives. They all look like hipster douchebags. I wouldn't do any business with a company where the male executives all have soul patches. Ugh. So at the pool party, this one guy, Jacob Suardi, a fashion mogul, is very, very excited to meet Johnny. Also, a couple of scantily clad swimsuit models surround Johnny as well. I'm sure that's got to make the fashion mogul jealous. But he still seems pretty happy. A couple of the FF Inc. executives are chatting with each other, saying that Johnny has no idea what he's in for. They say that they're, they're going to let Johnny broker a nightmare, nightmare deal, and then they're going to intercept it at the last moment and save the day to make themselves look like geniuses. What? Deceptive and devious corporate executives? What a fantasy world this is. So the fashion guy, Jacob, starts asking Johnny about the FF's clothing, how can Mr. Fantastic suit stretch with him? And how come Johnny's clothes don't burn off when he flames on? Johnny replies by telling him about the unstable molecules. I'm surprised that Reed hasn't sold and marketed the unstable molecule clothing already. What's the holdup? Unstable molecule clothing has to be the only invention that Reed has come up with that doesn't have the ability to destroy the world. Wait, you don't think this invention is for sale, do you? Johnny asks. Jacob says they could both make billions. The girls start getting frisky with Johnny, saying that they think this clothing sounds cool. Johnny starts to say, I don't see why not, but no, this 
doesn't sound right. One of the FF Inc. executives says the clothing is a frivolous use of proprietary technology, which is why Reed hasn't pursued this source of revenue yet. Yes, frivolous, meaning a technology that can't be used to destroy the world. Johnny asks why not sell the rights to the clothing, and the other executives seem wishy-washy on the subject. Like, well, yeah, we could. So Johnny says that since he's in charge, he'll do it, and he signs the deal memo. And the two executives are giving the thumbs up to each other, as Johnny did exactly what they wanted him to do. Johnny pulls out his communicator to call his sister, but then that green computer man pops up out of the communicator, causing Johnny to flame on, ruining his nice suit. But Johnny does have his FF uniform underneath, and that must be really uncomfortable, by the way. Johnny yells at people to run and adds, Protect the supermodels! Well, there's a man who has his priorities in order. Always the first thing you should do in any dangerous situation, protect the supermodels first. Johnny shoots some flames at the green man, but as with most FF villains, there's really no effect. The green man mentions some of the elements in the swimming pool water, chlorine, oxygen, hydrogen. He forgot to mention urine, and Johnny's like, hydrogen? The combination of fire and hydrogen combined for... Back at the Baxter building... Reed is examining Sue's right arm, which seems to have been turned into gas by the green computer man, and Sue's holding it together with a force field. Reed says he can come up with a way to rebond the molecules. Ben, meanwhile, is in this tank of liquid. I guess it's some kind of back-to-tank, which is supposed to help regrow Ben's missing rocks. He gets out of the tank, and his rock monster body is as good as new. Boy, that didn't take long. Ben sure could have used that tank back in issue 374, Ben asks if they've heard from Johnny, and Reed replies that they can't get a hold of him. The comm link seems broken. Reed asks them to describe that weird construct they encountered, and then Sue notices Reed's electronic notepad and says that the creature looked just like the screen of that. Reed says his electronic notepad has a large hard drive and is connected to an electrochemical dimension devoid of life. Why not just connect it to the Internet? He says that something sentient has formed out of the data and the ambient energy in the dimension, maybe because someone must have tampered with the device. They all look at each other, and at the same time, they say, Johnny! Franklin enters the room, and he seems freaked out by something, and he tells everyone not to be mad at Uncle Johnny, because Franklin was the one that messed with the device. Reed grabs his son and yells at him, You did what? What did you do? Hey! Maybe someone should grab Reed and yell at him. What did you do? Why do you keep creating devices that put the world in danger? If J. Jonah Jameson constantly wrote stories in the Daily Bugle about what a menace Mr. Fantastic is to the society, he'd be right for a change. Reed asks Franklin what he did to the tablet, and Franklin says that he just put some letters and numbers into it like his dad does, and it started to act funny. But Franklin doesn't remember what letters or numbers. And then Franklin starts crying. He says that he just... Wanted, Sue asks, wanted what? And he says he just wanted some attention because Valeria gets all the attention. Oh, you just wait a few years, kid. When the writers decide to make Valeria a super genius like her father, and she's doing all kinds of stuff, and basically, you're not getting any attention at all. Franklin goes on to say, I thought Daddy's computer could fix me. You'd love me more if I was smarter. Well, he's wrong about the computer being able to fix him, but as for his second point, he's on the money. Reed doesn't seem to know what to say about that, 
He thinks about it, and then he starts to say, Franklin, if you think for one second that... And then suddenly, Johnny comes crashing through the window. He's totally freaking out, and he tells Reed about the green guy with all the math equations all over his body attacking him. So Reed, Sue, and Ben leave Johnny and Franklin and head down to the street to confront the green computer guy. The green man is causing havoc in the streets, and the FF have to grab people and put up force fields and stuff to protect the civilians from danger. Reed says to the computer man, Define your function, now! They both get face-to-face, and we can see that the computer man is starting to kind of look like Reed, if Reed were green and covered in math equations. Green man says, You define me, Reed Richards. All that I am, I am because I love you, and the longer I exist, the more alike we become. And he adds, You are the solution for my loneliness. It's kind of creepy. He wraps a stretchy green arm around Reed's head. Johnny comes flying down and saves Reed by blasting the arm off the creature, and then Reed seems to be in a state of shock. Sue tries to put a snap him out of it, and for Ben, meanwhile, it's clobbering time, or so he thinks. He must be jealous. If anyone's going to have an awkward crush on Reed, it's got to be him. So he goes to wallop the green man, who says, dividing, dividing, and he has some kind of effect on Johnny, Sue, and Ben, making them become blurry, like they're starting to fade out of existence. He needs to go upstairs and work that trick on that baby Valeria. And then they all stop fading away as Reed grabs them and tells them he has an idea. He tells Ben and Johnny to hold off Modulus. I guess that's the name they're going to come up to give him. And Reed rushes back to the lab with Sue. He says he examined Modulus's body and there isn't a single equal sign on his body. It's not a math equation. It's an expression. They get upstairs and Reed tells Sue to take the kids to safety. He says that Modulus is seeking Reed out because he thinks that Reed is his equal. He puts on some gloves and a headset and approaches his big computer screen that's green and filled with math symbols. Like, where did that come from? And he disappears off into that odd dimension that his iPad connects to. And with that, the issue comes to an end to be continued next time. What will Reed find in that other dimension? Will they be able to defeat Modulus... Will Sue be able to fix her messed up arm? And will Franklin find out that his dad does love his infant sister more? Because she is smarter. Find out in the next episode. If you have any questions about the Fantastic Four, about this podcast, or if you need relationship advice, you can email me at podcastff at gmail.com. And you can download other episodes of iTunes or find them all at www.podcastff.podbean.com. So long, kids. This podcast is over. <laughs>